This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 57 of the podcast. Today, we're talking to Laura Wright about creating and selling high ticket offers. So oftentimes after my one-on-one or group coaching clients have been in business for a while, they start to wonder how they can utilize their expertise in a way that brings them more income without drastically increasing their already packed workload. This is when we start exploring a signature service, otherwise known as your high ticket offer. It's a thing that you're known for and what most people are commonly referring you to. And on the service side of your business, it will most likely be a service offering that brings in the biggest bucks. Laura Wright is a master sales coach and founder of Epic at Sales. She teaches ambitious, high energy women how to create compelling offers and hone their sales skills for life-changing results. And she's passionate about holding the door open for women to empower themselves by creating more wealth in less time on their terms. All of the yes. So let's go ask Laura how she sells high-ticket offers with love. Hey, Laura, thank you so much for being here. It's so great to talk to you today. I'm excited for our time together. Yay! (laughs) Well, can you tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do, who you serve. Ooh, I love all those things. So (laughs) I'm an epic sales ninja and the who I serve is I serve ambitious, conscious, service-based women who are building something big. And um, a lot of my gals, they want to run their empires. Like we're not talking about just scraping stuff together. And what I help them do is create and leverage high ticket offers that usually also include high touch because what's really important to me is my people actually really care. Mm -hmm. Like this is about impact. And I do believe that also starts with yourself first. So I want to make sure everyone who I'm working with is really well taken care of. And I come in through the door of sales and it's what you're offering, who you are offering it to and how you put it out there so that everyone can make a lot of money. Yes. I (laughs) love, love, love that. And yeah, we're talking about high ticket sales today. And I think that for me, when I was up leveling in my own business, it was really difficult mindset wise to get over that hurdle, you know, feeling like I'm going to lose all my clients. Nobody's going to pay these prices. Like, why would they choose me? I'm not worth this. All of the, all of that, that comes up, right. When you're, when you're creating that, um, that service or that higher price service. So can we talk about the mindset thing that needs to shift first of all? 100%. And I'm actually going to tell you sales is like 90% mindset, 10% practical piece. So I think the most important thing is to understand, I don't tell my clients to charge your value Mm -hmm. because you can't, like you are, I was going to say invaluable, but that's the (laughs) wrong direction. (laughs) You can't actually put a price tag on who you are. So I suggest that you uh, charge based on transformation and on service delivery. So 
people who pay more are actually better at paying more. Now, I, I want to say that in a little bit differently because this, again, is that mindset side of why should you charge more? If you think about it, um, we just recently moved. And when we were coming over, I realized I stuffed, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this out I stuffed a bunch of my shoes in like a trash bag yeah. because we were like running out of boxes and yeah. it didn't make sense. However, there are six boxes of shoes, like shoes in the boxes mm -hmm. that I very carefully actually stacked into a box to pack them. Yeah. So why did I take better care of one type of shoe than the other? Well, my flip-flops went in the trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> my Louboutins stayed in their beautiful box and they were well treasured and taken care of. And that's the same thing with all high ticket sales. And what I want you to understand is high ticket is a different number for everybody. And we've moved obviously, so I don't have it, but I used to hold up like a little lipstick that I had that was this tiny little lipstick it was like $125. Wow. Like it was a, like yeah. a small one, not like a real one, yeah. but I treasured it. I valued it. I took care of it because I invested in it. Mm -hmm. So what I want for you to look at and to see is it's easier to sell high ticket because the person who is out there seeking service that they want to receive at a high level, they are not the ones who are nitpicky. I also, I bet if I asked you this question and all of your listeners that you guys would all say the same, have you ever had the experience where you lowered your rate for somebody and they were the biggest PIA. <laughs> yes. Every single time. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to say that. Yes. The clients that I've had that have been the micromanagers that have been mm -hmm. unhappy. The one time I had, you know, one or two times that I've given a refund to mm -hmm. have almost always been the clients that I was like, oh, I'll give them a deal, you know, mm -hmm. or oh, I'll lower it because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. And what actually just happens there is you devalued yourself and what you were doing. And the person who is buying based on price point is going to be nitpicky and really checking things out. I buy based on what I want mm -hmm. and the result I want to get. And so I, I love hiring team. I love paying my team well. I like taking care of them and sending them appreciation and gifts and all those things because I know they've got my back. And if I want a business to run like clockwork and run well, I need to have quality people around me. And now I'm not saying that just because you pay more means that you get something better. What I actually really mean is that I pay for the results I desire and not necessarily the path. Ooh, I have something else I wanted to say. I don't yeah. think that's the right place, so I have to put it out there. One of the things that I do when I help a lot of my clients do who are virtual assistants, OBMs, project managers, is we shift from dollars for hours and hourly rates to flat fees. And I want to tell you why, because I'm super passionate about this. I know that when you have hourly, you disincentivize a person to use their brilliance. You're actually teaching and training them to do maybe even lower quality or less because if they work longer, they get more money. Exactly. So what I like to do is I pay all my team flat fee. We kind of come to an, an arrangement, an idea of what we think we're going to need to accomplish in a month. And they have a monthly set fee and they stay within it. And this way, if they can get what I need done in a, like two minutes, woo, go spend the rest of your time <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to do. Like I want that. And I know that there's also ebbs and flows. I've sometimes in my business where I need 
like all hands on deck. Next week we're doing a gathering and I have four of my team members coming to support me for three days in a row. And then one of my gals just went on vacation for a week and a half. And that, exactly. I like that balance. So it just, it just takes away any feast and famine. It allows you to really manage yourself. And I now don't have to be nitpicky. Mm -hmm. So I really want to encourage your gals who are listening to consider flat fee for service um, and high flat fee because yeah. then you really can be back in command of your business. Yeah, I we do that within the Launch Guild. So all of our services, all of our proposals are always scope of work based is what I call it. And so, you know, for the conversation first goes with the discovery call of like, okay, what do you need? And then I come up with a proposal based off of what they're saying that they need and also what I know that is going to come up, you know, just off of experience. So it works so much better because it helps the clients cash flow. They know that they're not going to get some crazy invoice, you know, at the end of the month. It helps yeah, our cash flow. Yeah. And and then I also can pay my team out of that as a scope of work, a flat rate too. So it helps their cash flow. So I feel like it's a win, win, win for everybody involved. Yeah. 100%. That is what you just talked about is really vital and critical. And I want your gals to know when they're packaging up their high ticket offer, like really describe why is this a high ticket flat fee? One of my gals who's a project manager who I adore, she does this thing where we, we identified something. She's brilliant at project management and there is always always, 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 always something that shows up that if she could, she can just do it real quick and get it done uh, versus having to hand it off to someone to do it. And it's on every project, no matter what, but she wasn't pricing for it and she was just getting it done because yeah. she was making hand to somebody else. So what we did was we just made a tiny tweak to her offer. I think it was like, I can't remember the exact numbers, but if it was 2000 a month, mm -hmm. now her offers are like, 2250. Yeah. That little tiny extra bit, what that does is now she languages it in her sales process. Hey, there's going to be something that shows up. And instead of me sending you a funny little bill or us having to get somebody else to do it, I have skills and I might just take care of it for you. And that's part of my package. That's fantastic. I love that. So yeah, it definitely works for everybody. So oh. let's talk about, is there anything in terms of the whole sales process that from beginning to end of the process that needs to be different? You're like jumping. Yes, I know. I'm like, bouncing <laughs> You're like yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I could just talk about this all day long, but yes. Hey, so here's the thing. I heard you say something about having a conversation and putting together a proposal. So there's two things I want for everyone to do inside of their sales process, because I get it, especially for project-based things. You have like the entrepreneurs, like, I just need like this little bit. And then you yeah. talk with them and you're like 77,000 steps later <laughs> and 27 hours of, yeah. So what I want for you to do is when you're talking with someone on the phone, um, in that initial conversation, when you're doing the discovery call and finding out what they need and gathering all that, I also want you to still leave in price points. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says, I think I want to do the X, Y, Z, you might want to say, you know what, that kind of reminds me, I had a client we were working with, I think she was in my middle package, which is usually around 2,500 or 3,500. And we were able to take care of all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. I want you to bring up money on the call because here's the other thing. If you get onto a sales call and you're just talking, 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 talking. And at the end, you talk about money or get off the call and send them a proposal. I can promise you, here's what's happening. They get the proposal, scroll to the bottom, look at the price, make the choice and run, right? Uh, it happens yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah. Instead of doing that, what I want you to do is bring up money during the entire sales conversation. I've got lots of ways to do that in my sales course that I have. Um, and then what I like to do is 
give a buffer range. And I just had this happen with one of my clients where she got on a call, talked it out, and what the woman needed was like three times as much as was originally thought. And so when she gave the price, as sticker shock, upset, frustration, the yeah. whole nine. So what we started doing is inside of her programs, what we let her always say is, you know, I have clients I work with that are up to 5,900 a month. What we're going to do today is we're going to determine and find out what type of service you need and where you fit within our scale. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is she just put out the, like a larger number than she's probably ever charged anyone. So anything that comes in actually comes under as opposed to over. And then here's the other thing I want you to do, please, please, please. If you are giving proposals, and I do understand there is a purpose for them yeah. sometimes when, yeah, like I get it. Like for me, I can tell you, here's my offer to you, come take it. But for like, if you have some moving parts, you might need a proposal. The thing I want you to do is actually schedule a call. And before you even get off the first call, say, great, I'm actually going to gather things up and I want to have a quick conversation with you to walk you through our options. And what I want you to do is create that proposal with one, two, or three three would be best, two or yeah. three would be best phases or offers. And I want you to go through the proposal with the person on the phone. Because um, what happens is, again, if you, scroll, have you ever done it? I've yes, done it. Totally. You <laughs> yeah, you get the proposal, you yeah, scroll the bottom. Scroll the bottom. <laughs> what I want you to actually be able to do is do a screen share mm -hmm. and walk the person through. Remember when you said you wanted this? Remember when you said you needed this? Remember when we talked about how awesome I am and how awesome your project is and all these good things, get them back in that energy of their buying choice and then walk them through their price point. And I highly recommend, especially for VAs, that you give a, this is the little thing we could do together that gets you one step further. And then if we love working together, we keep going. Yes. And, or here is all the things we could possibly ever do and we can scale it up or down if you need. And then that way it's not yes or no, it's which one do you want? Yes. Yes. I recently, well, not recently, probably within the last year to year and a half started doing that and always give at least two, usually three options. Yes. The other thing that I've done so, and I've heard others talk about, you know, getting back on the phone with the person and everything. Mm -hmm. I have not myself gotten to that point yet, but <laughs> here, here's my step a little bit closer to it. So I actually shoot a loom video that I embed in the proposal. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think I do really well is connect with people. And mm -hmm. so when they get to see my smiling face again, they mm -hmm. remember who I am, why they liked me. You know, I remind them of the things we talked about. I walk them through each part of the proposal so that I can a little bit better explain, I think, than on paper of like, this is why I put these things together. And this is why, even though you didn't talk about this, I think you might need this, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. And you know what? I get it too, because a lot of my, so I work with entrepreneurs who are usually like front facing, hello, look yes. at me. <laughs> and I also know sometimes my, my favorite gals who are in the behind the scenes, sometimes you actually want to be behind the scenes yes. and be out in the front. And for me, I love to do calls. I talk with people all day long and you might be like, hell no, Laura. I don't want to talk to people. So, I love the Loom video. It literally is you helping them go through it together. So mm -hmm. that really, what it really is, is you don't have control over the sales container if you're not with the person. Yeah. So you want to maintain command of the sales container. And I freaking love it. I love the options. It really, that's my game changer. I teach yeah. all of my clients to have a minimum of two, three is best, no more than three, yes. more than three confuses people, <laughs> but have the option. So it's which one do you want? And what's also really important, and I'm, I'm really passionate about this is it's not three different lengths of time. Mm -hmm. 
really make sure it's one thing that does everything either faster, bigger, better, stronger, longer, like Ooh, yeah. everything. Yeah. One that's like a moderate thing that we can accomplish like three things. Like what the big one is again, bigger, better, faster, longer, all those mm-hmm. ones like, okay, we can do a couple things together. And that small bite one really should be like, we're going to do one thing that gets you change. Mm-hmm. And then we can go change the rest as opposed to, you know, it's three months, six months, 12 months. Let's go ahead and make it commitment levels and sizes that actually help people know if you should work together. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> so before I let you go, I have three more questions. And the first one is what is the one thing or one thing that our audience can do this week to, mm-hmm. to get one step further in feeling comfortable with these higher ticket sales? Yeah. Okay. So thing number one is I want for you to two things. I can't do one. Okay. <laughs> one, you know me already. <laughs> Number one, I want you to look at how you could tweak everything by 10%. Mm, Just think about it. It's like it's an easy little step up. So if you just increased your rates by 10%, dial down what you have to do by 10%, like systematize a little something, dial one more connection call up, one more close up, just a little tiny tweak to get comfortable. And then the second thing I want you to do, if you are changing price points and you have a bunch of clients who are on a current one, this is the, I give this to all of my clients as advice. So if you have current people paying one rate and you want to start charging a new rate, if you go back to them, you're going to feel funky. They're going to feel funky. So here's how to do it differently. What I want you to do is to look at your client roster and pick the one person that if for some reason you guys didn't work together anymore, it would be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not asking like the problem child or the person you just don't have the same kind of attachment to. Right. And I want for you to practice with them first, giving them a newer level. Mm-hmm. What I also want you to do is anytime we make these changes, I want you to go get one new client at the higher rate before you change any of the current clients. And what that does is it gives you proof that it will work. Everything is about showing yourself that when you make the change, the change always works out. I like to say everything always works out for the rights. That's for us. I highly (laughs) recommend everyone else uses that. But when you show yourself proof that someone will go for this, it makes you feel confident as you make your change. And I also think you should make your change over time. I'm all about speed. And if your nervous system gets all freaked out, it's going to close you off and you're not going to do your work really well or get your clients. So pick one person to change their rate. Get one new client at the new rate. And then once you see that, then make some more changes. That's so amazing. That's incredible. Thank you for that. And can you tell us about a free PDF copy of your new book? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So that makes me very excited. Okay, so No Woman Down. And I have to tell you, my little now eight-year-old son is the one who named it. Aww. we were talking about how I like no ship sinks on my watch. I say, I've got your back. No ship sinks on my watch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's like a pirate ship. And he said something else. And he's like, what about no woman down? You don't let him go, mom. And I'm like, <laughs> so my book, No Woman Down, it is the last 20 plus years of my life running multiple businesses, seven figures and plus and condensing them into what we call the laws. And it's because my name is L-A-W, Law, Laura Ann Wright. Mm -hmm. Uh, But these are my epic tools that I use to shift and transform like that. It's a lot of mindset. It's a lot of sales strategies. And every single law, there's 51, has a little action item. So if you're ever feeling like you're stuck, you can just flip through the book, 
read something is going to give you inspiration, action, and excitement. And then you go take one little step and it will make a huge impact in your income and in how you impact others. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for this. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, and I think I'm supposed to say the URL at some point. It's nowomandown.com. Perfect. <laughs> Every once in a while, remember those things. <laughs> and where can we find you online? Mm, come find me on Facebook. I have a free Facebook group that's the Epic Income Rise. It's where I hang out, I do my magic, and I nurture my people. And everything we're talking about is creating an Epic Income Rise because I do really, really, truly believe that when smart, amazing women have money, they can change the world. And I want for every, no woman down. I mean, like that's my mission. Like, I want all the women who are out there doing the good work and I freaking love support folks. Like I couldn't run my business without my gals, Rachel and Sylvie and Tamika, everybody on my team, Sarah, like I want to give a shout out to all of them. I couldn't do anything and help people if I didn't have them behind me having my back so I can have others. So I really, I want everyone to be making the money they need to live their full life. That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Mm, you as well, Tasha. I'm so happy we're here. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.